0: In this last section, I'd like to talk about a mental model you can use to get it all done with more ease. And the model looks like this. Every system has mass. Mass is not size or volume. Mass is resistance to change. Now, resistance to change is actually a good thing, because if we didn't resist change, the system ourselves would all fall apart. The challenge is we have a hard time discerning between what's a positive change and what's a negative change. But resistance to change is natural. And one thing you can do as a more conscious leader is just to recognize that fact. I've learned that lesson the hard way. I've always come in like, hey, resistance to change is bad. we got to change. we got to evolve. we got to innovate. And I, I lost a lot of opportunities there to be a better leader by recognizing that, hey, resistance to change is natural. Okay. So Everything has mass and your job as a conscious leader to get things done with greater ease and momentum is to help design the system so that the right things tend to happen. And on my screen, you'll see I have a a diamond which represents any system of any size and in the middle is mass or resistance to change. And as a, a conscious leader, there's fundamentally four levers you can adjust or change in order to get a team, a company, a project to move forward with greater ease. The first is strategy. So strategy is what are, what are we pursuing and why are we pursuing it? So that needs to be clear. And if your strategy is wrong, not much else is going to matter because for example, if you take the team or the company to zig and the environment zags, you're going to miss the energy, new energy opportunities, and you're going to fail. So strategy is really important. Make sure the strategy is aligned and it's correct for the life cycle stage of that project or that team or that company. The next lever is culture. Culture is shared vision and values. Back to those big sources of conflict. If there's misalignment in vision and values, you're going to have high conflict, high entropy in the system no matter what. So defining and defending shared vision and values is really about to a conscious leader. The next is people. So you're looking for people who can add energy to the system. They have a role to perform. They're really good at it and they fit the culture, right? They are additive to the culture. Now, if I went out and surveyed hundred business people of all, of all size companies, I'd said, what's the secret to business success? They'd say, well, you got to have a great strategy. You got to have great culture. You got to have great people. Duh. It's become cliche, it's true, but it's still become a cliche. And what I wanna encourage you to do is if you're noticing it's hard to move a project forward or a company forward at key stages in its transition, you need to look down at the level of structure and process. Think of it like the proverbial iceberg. I'm asking you to go below the waterline to the bulk of the, the iceberg and look and work at level of structure and process. Structure is how something is designed. Your team has a design to it. Your company has a design to it. Design controls behavior. If you want to create new behaviors, you'll need to change the design. Structure isn't the org chart. Structure is how your company, your team is designed. And the idea here is to get things designed in a way where the best way to illustrate structure is a metaphor of the human skeletal system, Okay, So if if I have a curved spine or a broken hip, I'm not going to move very far or very fast. I'm going to suffer. Structure is how your team, your company is designed. And if you missed, if, if there's a misalignment in it's designed, similarly, it's not going to move very far or very fast. Key points in the project life cycle or company's life cycle, you need to look at how it's designed. Process, however, is what brings structure alive. So I have my musculoskeletal system. That's my structure. But process would be my circulatory system, my neural net, the information flow, the decision making. That's what brings structure alive. So think of it like this. If your strategy is in alignment and you have alignment and culture and you've got great people but things aren't moving forward, I want you to go below the waterline to structure and process and that's where you can actually create the highest leverage for change. So if I can align the structure and put in place better processes that allow for better, faster information exchange and decision-making, I'll start to see new behaviors. There's a reason that the motor on a boat is in, in the back is that's where the greatest leverage is. So if you need to change things to go from strategic point A to strategic point B, key points here, think about mass. Mass is resistance to change. Okay, I've got the right strategy. I got the great culture. I got great people. Things are stuck. Hmm go down, go back to the boat, look at the level of structure and process. And what you'll see is that the mass quickly gets moving in a new direction. And that's how you can accomplish things with greater ease and satisfaction. Okay, so managing the mass, it's a very important concept, but working at the level of structure and process is way outside of the scope of this talk. But here's one thing you can do to uh, uh, deploy this immediately and get benefit, and it's this. Recognize that resistance to change exists in the people and exists in the systems, it exists in the processes. If you want to execute fast, take the time and go and gather the mass in. go seek perspective on this des- on a decision before you make a decision. And what you'll find typically is that it leads to better decision making because you've gathered people's perspective in who are going to be impacted downstream. So you make a better decision, but not only that, their resistance to change should go lower because they've had a chance to shape the decision itself. It's no longer your decision or a decision foisted upon them from on high. It's a decision that they've participated in and have had the opportunity to shape. Do that, go and seek perspective from those who will be impacted downstream, upstream before the decision gets made. And you should find that the resistance to change in your organization Gets much lower. Bottom line, in order to go fast, you got to think about how do you manage the mass? How do you manage resistance to change? So let's summarize all of this. Three perennial questions conscious leadership. Where should I put my conscious awareness to be a better leader? And what I'm proposing is that you pay attention to where the energy gains are showing up, which is a symptom of health, flow, integration, and where the energy drains are showing up, which is a symptom of entropy, disintegration. We have finite energy and time. And so if there's entropy, it's like a hole in the boat. That hole won't plug itself, it'll actually increase. So as a conscious leader, I want you to be aware of that and then go figure out how you can close or neutralize that hole. Second, how do you have improved collaboration? Well, each of us has finite energy and time. First and foremost, you have to make sure you have aligned vision and values and don't hire or collaborate with people who don't share the same core vision and values. Second, you have to try to align interests. The best way to align interests is to be the thing that's bigger than all of us, that higher order vision and values. And then you got to be aware of styles, styles that are needed on the team. Those styles need to be complementary, and those styles need to be the ones that we wanna intrinsically express and that we're good at expressing because that adds to the energy of the individuals. Finally, greater ease. In order to go fast, you need to recognize there's resistance to change. Resistance to change is natural, but how you design things is how they behave. And so in order to go fast, you gotta get the mass together, aligned under culture, people, structure, process towards the right strategy, and you'll have greater ease, you'll have greater joy, you'll have greater satisfaction, Because you've designed it that way. If you like this way of thinking, I wanna encourage you to go to Organizational Physics. If you haven't taken the PSIU individual assessment, it's free to you. Please take advantage of that. If you you like this way of thinking, you wanna teach it to your team, on organizationalphysics.com, there's tutorials, assessments, books, lots of content that you can put to use teaching your team these same principles. I really appreciate everyone's time and I wanna encourage you to keep going forward on your conscious journey of evolution. Thank you so much. As always, we love to hear from you. Please share your insights with us in the sandbox or write to us at innermba at soundstrue.com. And thanks for being part of the Inner MBA and for both the inner and outer work you do to benefit others.